The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Clemens Hoffman. Each week we will discuss tools, tips, and ways to radiate your best life ever interviewing practitioners, authors, and luminaries to help you on your path. Wellness, joy, peace, abundance. What do you want to radiate? Hi, and welcome to the Radiate Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Christy, and we are here to radiate fun with Sandy Jorgensen. I have been so excited about this, you guys. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Sandy and I have known each other for many years, and Sandy is a palmistry person. A palmist? What do you call that? Yeah, palm palm reader. Palm reader. Thank you. Palm reader. (laughs) I know. And the thing is that, you know, we... From popular culture, from movies and TV, we have certain ideas about what palm reading is, what palmistry is, and what it means. But I tell you what, talking to Sandy, I have learned so much, and it is fascinating. And yeah, it is a lot of fun. I think you're really going to enjoy this. Welcome, Sandy. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's nice to be here. (laughs) I'm so happy to have you in here. So, so palm palm reading, how did you get into that? You know what? As a child, I remember being really little, and I would see things, see dead people, have dreams, but I always got in trouble with it. And so, you know how, you know, or are you creating this? So I was very intuitive and very psychic, but then I found out that palmistry, it was like when I did handwriting analysis, Mm -hmm. it was something that could kind of sort of be trusted. Do you right. know what it's I mean? safe. It's safer, yes. And but now that oh, I think I've been doing it for twenty five years. Oh, sure. And um, you're like the person in the Kansas City area because no one wants to learn the craft. <laughs> <laughs> it, it takes for me personally. It took about seven years before it started to make sense. Wow. And the lines, well, it's, in fact, I mark my hands, but they tell a language. The hand has, it's our internal, uh, just our Our heart. Yes, it's your map, and they can be changed. And, like, I look at people from a distance. (laughs) This was, it was so fun. Well, the first thing that you would learn in China, that they only read the thumb, Oh, okay. They don't read a lot of them. They'll just look at the thumb. They look at the f- fullness. Oh, the fleshiness. Uh, yeah, yeah, because that's that's named a Venus. Right, that's the mound your, of Venus, yeah. right? And so, it, but I had heard about the about this thumb that's called the murderous thumb. What? Have you heard of that? No, the murderous because, thumb. Well, this part, I don't know if your camera can see that, but the bottom, the bottom flange of the thumb is your logic. 
And then the top part is your will. So if that part is really full and bulbous, that oh it goodness. would mean, you know, inflated will or strong will. Uh, so it got called what? the murderer's thumb because people would act without logic. Oh, my goodness. But it doesn't always mean that you will be a murderer. Right. And you could act but, without logic with, in finances yeah. or in politics. Well, and you kind of want to have stronger will, you know, so then you're not just thinking about it. You know what I mean? Right. You have to have that push. but Right. But I, I did. I saw this man. He was at the grocery store when I was first studying palmistry, and he had, I, he had a really bulbous tip, and I thought, oh, I'm going to test it. So I went up to him, and I accidentally bumped him when I was getting my chicken. And he got he got upset at me, and he goes, ah! And he, he kind of nudged me because he, he was reacting. Sure. But would he really murder someone? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <We hope laughs> at least not. I hope not. <laughs> we hope not. But, so I can imagine, uh, like, when you know the things that you know, that could be interesting. Yeah. Looking at people's and nails and the and shape of their hands and... Well, like the nails, yes. I mean, as long as I've been doing it, it seems like the more I learn, the less I know. It's uh, More doors will open and like mm-hmm. the nails, if... Well, the shape of the fingertips will mm-hmm. tell a lot about a personality. The shape of the hand... Um, like, of course, now I'm. If you're listening on iTunes or Google Play, you can't see me looking at my hands. But now I'm just like now I'm really self conscious well, about you know my what? hands. You know, no, they're very delicate. Most people will have my kind of tips. They're rounded on the tips, mm-hmm. and like yours, they're conic. But mm-hmm. my tips are fatter than yours, right? And so the more narrow your tips are, that means you can get to the point of things quick. Oh wow! Or it's a sign of the psychic hand. Um, It doesn't mean that, you know, I'm very psychic also, but it's, it, it, well, how can I even explain it? Like when you want to get to the point and if the point is, the little hole is narrow and your little fingertips are really pointy, you're going to get in there faster than me. So you might be um, kind of more allergic to drama than I am. (laughs) You would go, I'm out of here. I'm gone. Oh, I'm totally that way. See, or you would retreat where I would just, you know, mine are wider. And so I would say, oh, okay, you know. Right. There's two sides to everything. Yes, I would stay longer or listen to the stories longer. But you're out of there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I cannot tolerate drama. Yeah. Like allergic. Yeah, and so uh, seven years so, to study all of this, Sandy. Wow. Well, I mean, I've been stu- I'm still studying, but sure. it took seven years before it started to make sense. Oh my gosh! When where do you, you study these things? I mean, you have to just start reading hands, but you know, like the lines say, you know, every I have so many books. I'm. I don't know where to start, so I go all over the place. But if you study with just one book, you're going to get in trouble. At least I did. Right. Because everybody writes in a different way, and you have to kind of like, you know, analyze how they're writing. But it's pretty simple in a way, but yet it's complicated. Well, it's like tarot can be very complicated. Astrology. Yes. But it has like a system. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, like. The hand, for instance, is named after, um, 
you know, like a different element. Like there's the fire hand, the water hand, really? the earth hand, and the air. And so an, wow. an earthy hand, there it's thicker, the palm is square, and the fingers are short. And so they're very honest. They're, uh, they like to work outside. Mm-hmm. They like to, oftentimes they're business owners who tell a lot of people what to do, like they're the heads of construction. Sure. Uh, so you can kind of tell, you know, like what kind of profession that they'll lead into easier. Mm-hmm. And then we have the water hand, and the water hand is a narrow palm with very long skinny fingers. Mm-hmm. And so I see that with a lot of women and men who are very sensitive. They're the sensitives, but they're tough on the inside. Interesting. And they go into like fields of nursing, uh, I don't know, veterinary, veterinarians, and uh-huh. n- not usually doctors. Doctors are more air and earthy. I mean, talk about the murderer thumb. <laughs> we need both. <laughs> we do need both. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, it's fascinating. And then you can have a combination because I am really? I'm a combination of air mm-hmm. and uh, fire. And Okay, show me how that is. Uh, well, a fire is going to have, it's more like a spatula shape. Oh, sure. And um, so it's, I have a narrow wrist and then mm-hmm. on the, under my fingers, it's, it's narrow. I mean, wide. Mm-hmm. So that means I'm, well, you know, like if, for instance, if you put a match to the room, it has no control. It will just go everywhere. Right. So they tend to be um, a little ADD. Well, they're very creative. Oh. They start a lot of projects and then they have other people finish them. You know, they're they're like the risks, risk takers and they're, sure. you know, like they take on a new idea mm-hmm. or give other people ideas and so that would be that and then the air it has the quality of uh, intelligence it's really i mean just always moving air air is a tornado air is oh <laughs> it's a wind <laughs> I, mean, I don't know right. how to simplify no, absolutely um, it could be a gentle breeze or it can be a hurricane or a tornado yes, yeah. right well and really with that the simple, simplistic way of defining that is air, we get bored. Mm-hmm. And so we want to do different multiple t- uh, degrees or different businesses. Mm-hmm. And they're always learning, learning. So what is the yeah. shape of an air palm or the quality of an air they, hand? They're a little bit... Uh, oh, my gosh. Now, they're, hard, they're a little bit hard to tell because they look kind of like the earth. Oh, sure. Only they're, it's, it's a square palm, mm-hmm. but they have, uh, like, kind of longer fingers than the shorter finger. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I'm thinking of my kid I, right now. Oh, yeah, what does she? She's <laughs> got the square palm, and she's got the, the kind of pointed fingers. Okay, so then you, you should treat her with delicacy. And she needs you to be extremely brutally honest. Mm-hmm. And maybe not surprise her with things, you know. Just that is so is spot that on, is? Sandy. Absolutely. Like, I mean, that's how her brain and her heart are connected. Yes. And just tell her up front, you know. Even if you want her to do something, mm-hmm. she's she can be very intuitive, but she would prefer that maybe you write it down, give her a list. She loves to know what to expect. Yes. Let her know ahead of time. 
And oh. because she likes to be prepared. Yes. Yes. Right. She hates and, it when things are chaotic and she doesn't know who's in charge right. or what the plan is. And plus, you know, with the you're that way too, but with the, yeah. the little pointy fingertips, yes, it, it sounds kind of mean sometimes to say that they're so sensitive that they'll escape. But on the other hand, they're um, that's great. That's strong for them because they can become great writers, mm. great uh, artists. We'll have a real pointy. Mm-hmm. And you worked at Hallmark. Oh, I did work at Hallmark. And she is, my daughter's an artist. Yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you do, yes. I mean, and that's just, you know, from a distance. You And you could see tell by somebody by their knuckles. Oh, wow. So what uh, do you notice about the knuckles? Well, I what I look at, I look at the, the fingers. And if the finger, mine are pretty straight and so are yours. Yeah. So the straighter the finger, uh, it just means that you are quick and the energy comes in and comes out. And uh, you're more sensitive to the needs of others, very intuitive and very like, how can I help you? And right away you're, you're going to help that person. Okay. Or somebody that has, I mean, they're like knots, very, you know, right. they're pronounced knots and they'll say, oh, I have arthritis. Right. But there are so many healers that say arthritis comes from being maybe too stiff, too rigid. I've heard that. And so if I see, you know, the knotted hands, right. um, usually it's a sign that they're very, they're thinkers. Mm-hmm. Because I see it as like a tube, like a hose, a hose of running water. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way I can think of it. And you and I, it's it's turned on. Right. And the hose is clear and fluid. Right. Where people that have big knots, they would think and then they pinch the hose. And then it doesn't, you know, it stops. And so they're, they're philosophers. They're very smart. Mm. They're dreamers. But oftentimes I have to help them to take the next step. I see. And that can show up, too, with people who are chronic alcoholics. Oh, wow. Uh, yes. Because, you know, if you can't go through life or you're having an emotional problem, uh, it's, it is for some people, much easier just to take the drug or the alcohol. Mm -hmm. And that's how they can, like, follow through. Right. But you can't really look at people and say, I think you're an alcoholic. You know, just always go to the positive. And I'll say, you know, I can see that you're like a hard thinker. Right. Right. And you are a very positive person. You do see the good in people. And you tell the good in people. Yes. There's something about when I give readings. I, uh, In fact, it was one of the reasons why I didn't think I could read. Really? Because when I would see the person, uh, I only see beauty. Yeah. And I, it's something just goes in my body and I see probably their highest potential. And then later, I would see them in public doing kind of not-so-good things, and I would think, oh, my gosh, you know, I didn't see that at all. But I don't think I'm supposed to see it. No. Well, and I don't know if people would want to know that. No. We, you know, as a healer or a reader, any kind of a reader needs to be an uplifter. I think so, too. And you just can't. 
Plus, it's just not natural for me. I see them as yes, they're positive. Beautiful. They're, they're highest light. They're beautiful. Yes. If you really take look at a person and look one on one and just look at their face, they're pretty <laughs> perfect in God's eyes. I ju- you can see yes, they're beautiful. Right. Well, I think too that we can, because I'm a very positive reader. I don't yes, I don't want to see people's gloom and doom. No. That doesn't help them. No, no. No, it helps them when they know what they can work with, what they've got going for yeah. them, what they can use to their benefit, to their advantage. And that's how you work too. Yes. Right? Yes. I think that is a, a, a really good tool of palmistry. You can see what a person's maybe personality is like, what their interests, what their talents are. Mm-hmm. It's very fascinating. Well, what I do is I ink both hands. I take a print. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I did bring some prints, but we can't really see them. But no. So you're. Uh, may I? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the non-dominant hand, the one that you do not sign your name with, right, is considered your subconscious, <gasps> your private side, your soul. Wow. Uh, I always okay. equate it to this is the hand. This is what I told God that I would want to do in this life, and wow. then the dominant hand right. is the personality. And so that's that's the one that changes. And that's like, okay, this is what I wanted to do, and this is how I'm able to do it. So a lot of times, right. you know, life, divorce, our personality gets a little bit off. Right. And it's so, but when I ink the hand back to that, yeah, you can really see the lines and how the pains or the trot, the the winds that people have gone through. It's right. Amazing. That shapes them. And you know what I've noticed? What's that? Um, we know what we want. Everybody knows what they want. But for them to meet somebody who does not know them, and it's in the hand, and it's there's even a beautiful quote in the Bible about palmistry. Really? Yeah, it says, I mean, I don't know the whole thing, but let let. Let the marks of him be seen on the hands of man so that they will know their works. So oh, that's beautiful. It's better than that, but <laughs> <laughs> every time I have a camera in front of me, I, I, I lose my words. Sure. But, but it's beautiful. And so when a person can see it in their hands, and it all it does is it validates what the soul knows from a very young age. Right. And then it gives you permission to follow through. Yes. Absolutely. It's so pretty. And there is a language to the hand. I mean, like the heart line, there's a line that's under the fingers. Right. And we talked about that. Mine is really curved and yours is really straight. Is that this one? No, it's the first one right under the finger. Okay. Closest closest to the fingers. Um, Okay. Yeah. And it's just, I see the lines as smiles. Mm-hmm. And so if the, and the heart line is related to your emotions. And so if it's kind of like a straight, it doesn't mean you're not nice. <laughs> but it means that when, like you might be more guarded with your emotions. Right. You may not show it. Yeah. And maybe you went through, <clears throat> a, you know, struggle, personal struggle. And so you right. don't really need, have the need to show it. Or right. you, you would like it to keep it personal. Mm-hmm. Right. And 
Mine is a big old smile. So if I'm hurt, you're, if I'm nervous, you're going to know. <laughs> Hi. No poker face here. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, it's fascinating, especially with couples, to see how does the other person engage in life compared That's to you. Interesting, yeah. And, like, and then the headline is underneath that first line. Mm-hmm, and, right here in the middle? Yes. Mm-hmm. And mine goes um it has a big arch and it goes all the way down into the area of the subconscious world which means uh I'm a dreamer I'm an artist yes you are and a writer and mm-hmm. and you know we get our messages through intuition in that area mm-hmm. and let me see how yours is yours is Christie's is straight all the way across, so she's a go-getter. Which one is this? This one? This right here. Oh, that one. And so she's a go-getter, and the headline, to me, I see it as the sword. It's your mind. And so if that line is pretty straight, you have more of a like a take-charge kind of personality, (laughs) and mine goes down. So I think with my heart so I can be a procrastinator or sure. I have to have a job that if it feels right, I'll, you know, if it's going to make someone feel good, I'll do it. And you just go, I got to pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Leo. Oh, are you? Yeah. Okay. That's, that, so, you know, Lily Tomlin had a great quote. She said, if you can't be direct, why be? <laughs> that would be you. That would be me. That would be me. But there, you know, we need your types too. We, we, we need, need all types. We really yes, need all types. Yeah. But I can see this would be a really good tool in a couple. Oh, absolutely. And what I've noticed, um, it's really good for moms, for their kids. <gasps> oh, yeah. sure. Get to know how to parent them. We talked about yeah, yeah how to parent my you know dreamy, want to know the details yes, first yes. kiddo. Mm-hmm. I have, a, I, if I could tell this story, but I had a a family that came to see me, and it was they were uh, it was a, the father and his son and his son's friend, and he worked construction. He was he owned the construction company. The dad. Oh wow! And the dad was so upset because the son didn't want to work construction, and but then I looked at their hands, and the son had very long <laughs> fingers, and it doesn't mean he can't work construction, but. He was more musical, and he educate. He wanted to like get his degree, and so I looked at the friend, and I said, "You know, he has your exact same hands. So even though he's not your son, you would be better off hiring him to do what you want to do and put your son in the office." Mm-hmm. And then, right. and they did it, and they loved it. That's wonderful. But I mean, you just can't make right. a chicken or a like a. Any kind of an animal paid the, anything but what it is. Right. So put him in the right role for his talents, oh, yes. for yeah. his gifts. Yeah. No, I think that's, I think yeah. that is essential. And in fact, I was just kind of in the back of my mind thinking, you know, that would be a good tool to have in HR. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Do you know of anybody who does that? Uh, well, gosh, in the 1970s is when I was doing handwriting analysis. Mm. And a lot of my friends would say, I'd like you to look, read this person's handwriting. Sure. And because you can tell exactly, and they do, they do do that. And they do. I don't know if they do that anymore, but they did it. It was heavy right. in the 70s. Right. Well, um, and, uh, 
Marie Jenkins, who is a handwriting oh, right. analyst, has been on this podcast before, and she had done some of that for companies. Yes, and mm-hmm. and same. You know, I know that palmistry ha- is being used here and there with the police and with oh, uh, really, yes, and with the FBI because you can get uh, you know, information about like a profile sure. of that person, and then they would know you know, what, where to go, what kind of habits they liked. And, right. Um, oh, absolutely. I mean, because I know the police, but, when they're looking for a suspect, they kind of put together a profile of somebody yes, who, yes. you know, just kind of based on their habits as displayed in whatever crime they did. Right. Yes. And, I mean, it is a, it's a good tool. I don't like when, uh, it's a, you know, when people will come to me and ask, um, well, what do you see? You know, what do you right. see for, am I going to meet so-and-so? But what I, they will, but I always try to avoid that and say, well, your emotions are keeping you from meeting so-and-so because maybe the headline has islands in it, circles. Oh. And so they're fantasizing. They might be lazy. They might not be getting out meeting people. Oh. Um, right. It's so fascinating. So it's, many variables. Yes. So many variables. And, and yeah, I think what you were talking yeah. about too is like having someone test you too. I hate that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the beginning, I did too. But now it's almost like I want the ones that don't believe me mm-hmm. to just to come and just take, let's take a go at it. I, let's just um, talk for a minute. And right. what ends up happening is I've had, and I, I mean, my goal is not to make people cry, but I do make the men cry, which is good because <laughs> they, they bottle it up and they're so sensitive and they're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And just, and then maybe people never really told them, you're so good, you're this, because a lot of times they get the dirty end of the stick. Right. I totally agree. Right. And so many expectations around men and manhood and masculinity. Yeah. And this kind of helps them to be who they are. And I love that. It helps people be who they are. Well, I I do, you know, a little self-knowledge goes a long way. That's what the whole play of King Lear is about. Yeah, and yes. you know, did he ever but slenderly know himself? I mean, that's that's what oh, got I him love in trouble. That. I love right? that. I love that. <laughs> oh. So just having and that self knowledge is huge. Well, you know, this is what I've noticed. Just certain times of the year, if people are worried about taxes, or mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you could be worried about any anything on right. a given day, but people will tend to. Hold hold their hands in a certain position when they're going through things. Really? And it's fascinating. Like, uh, I always use George Clooney as an example because oh, good. I love everyone him. loves him. <laughs> right? And people know him or feel like they know him. Right. When he waves, uh, his, you know, the index finger has to do with your self-esteem. And every finger has an energy of what it, what it, means you know like right. so if your index finger is quite a, you know spread out and then the other fingers are away it's look at me please you know I'm 
I'm the center of attention and you are not. And I'm not saying that he really what? thinks that way, but he's very charismatic. Yeah. And um, he's probably very so, aware of this, yes. right? And and I've seen this with people, people who are um, artists or who are um, teachers. A lot of times that finger is a little bit away from the others. Interesting. Uh, because that's the finger of leadership and ambition. Wow. So if you have a lot, if you don't have a lot of ambition and you would like to create more, mm-hmm. there's, I just teach an exercise to kind of do the George Clooney. <laughs> kind of like the uh, you know, Dr. Spock wave. Yes, sort of. yeah. And women, uh, I for some reason, I don't know why it's more uh, prominent with women, but the pinky finger has to do with communication. Okay. And it's the named after the planet Mercury. So it's language. And it also uh, has to do with your hormones and with uh, relationships. So if it's separate from the mm. other fingers, right. those people we don't like uh, to be told what to do, to be given deadlines. Mm-hmm. Um, most people don't. But... I see this with, uh, probably the reason I see it with women more is because that is a sign of somebody who can work very well on their own. I get the job done just by myself. Like, you kids go outside while I cook. Or let the team have the meeting. I'm just going to make it happen. (laughs) Right. I'm that person. I don't want to have a meeting for the meeting. Right, exactly. Uh, I mean, and there's, and of course, uh, the long, the, this finger is related right. to fear, and it's your really? back, and it's Saturn, back, like backbone, yeah, the, the spine. Yes, which is so funny. Well, it's not funny. And if you're listening rather than watching, that's the flip-off finger. So, oh, the, that's the right. That's finger. right. Well, it's fascinating because it's the ruler of that finger is Saturn. And Saturn mm-hmm. is about structure, law and order, religion, politics. So mm-hmm. just for instance, and if it's the spine, if somebody cuts you off and then you feel like, uh, well, you could have hurt me or you feel unsafe. You, yeah, we flip. Right. We don't flip off our pinky finger that no. says, did you hear me? Or did you see? <laughs> <laughs> hey, how are you, buddy? Yeah. And the index finger is, did you see me? But we do, you scared me, you made my back kind of, you know, you made my back up, I got scared. So oftentimes I have people squeeze that finger as a form of meditation and just say the universe supports me and I'm safe. I love that. Do you know Jin Shin Jitsu? That's part of this. Right. I was going to say there's a, it sounds like there's some overlap. I feel like there's so many overlaps with everything. And yeah. that the big creator, really and truly, it's so simple. Do what you love. If it's not hurting anyone, what right. brings you your greatest joy? And find your imagination. The imagination will create the reality. Absolutely. And I've, I've noticed that a lot of people, if the fingers are curved, mm-hmm. uh, they have a hard time with imagining Really? I mean, they can imagine, but it's usually the the worst-case scenarios. Oh, right. And right. we, if we create through our imagination, they're just going to create more and more of that. 
Oh, my. And it's, but, it, you know, baby steps. Well, that's a life path just as valid as any other. You know, yes. that's what I always say is that, you know, this is what they came to explore and what they came to learn. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And before I forget, the ring finger oh, is yes. related to the heart. Right. And it's also, it's considered masculine. It's um, really, well, if, if it's longer than your index finger, it tells you you have, usually I do it like looking at the palm, mm-hmm. but yours is balanced. So you have the natural balance of masculine and feminine. Your index finger is feminine. Mm-hmm. But if, if your ring finger is like really longer, they, right. they like an audience. They're on the stage. They're charismatic. Interesting. Um, it's pretty fun stuff. That is really but, fun. And I see that. And you have to be careful, though, with the ring finger, because if they have a lot of vertical lines under it, yes, oh. they're naturally charismatic. They're naturally successful. They're naturally lucky. But sometimes they can be uh, kind of, well, we, we can all be into ourselves. Narcissistic, and perhaps. Some, a little. There's Sure. Or they love quality. They love, they just need an audience. They need people to validate them. Ah. And, and in fact, I have some vertical lines under here, but I, I have been published before and I, yes. as an artist, is, so I have this creative need. But I listen to a podcast mm-hmm. from a palm reader and she says, this is for you folks who have that vertical, those ver- strong vertical lines under the ring finger. And so I opened it up and it was just clapping. Oh, <laughs> I love it. It's not that we really need the clapping, but no. it feels so good. <laughs> it feels so good. Right. Just to be validated, you know, so yeah. if we don't know our own self-worth, you know, that is a way to have our self-worth well, shown us. As an artist or a writer, mm-hmm. oftentimes just having that compliment, oh, that's really neat. Was yeah. like, felt like payment. Yes. So, right. That's how I can sugarcoat it. <laughs> I feel sometimes I need to hold a sign that says, we'll work for compliments. <laughs> yes. Well, and also, you know, that is the finger of the sportsman. Oh. And people who have a lot of vertical lines there, right. they love sports. Ooh. And you kick that, whatever, you know, what is it, the field gold or what? You, you make that great shot or that swoosh in that basket that's nothing better than to hear the crowd go, yeah. you know, we're, you know, for the team and mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of fun to watch. I can imagine you have a very fun job. Hi, this is Christy. I just want to say that we here at Radiate Wellness hope you're enjoying this podcast. It's free to you and we hope that you find it informative and inspirational. Heck, even fun. We have just three small asks of you to help us radiate growth. First, please hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on. That way you'll receive a notification every time that we have a new podcast episode out. Next, please give us a thumbs up, a like, or a five-star review. If you're feeling inspired, a positive review wouldn't hurt. These two small things will help others find us when they're searching for great podcasts. Finally, Please tell your friends about the Radiate Wellness Podcast. Better yet, show them how to find us and how to subscribe. If everyone did that, we would double our audience. Thanks a lot. We really appreciate it. 
Yes, I do. Yes, you do. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, it is fun. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of crying involved. Sure. And a lot of deep work. But it can't, it, it goes round circle. It starts out fun, it, then it gets very sad, and then it gets fun again. And mm-hmm. Well, so. you deal with everybody's favorite topic, which is themselves. Yes. Yeah. Everyone wants to know about themselves. Yeah. yeah. Right? And you are kind. You talked about you started out in handwriting analysis, and it looks like you're starting to come back to it. I am. I, which is funny because the real reason I started come back to it is because mm-hmm. they stopped teaching that in school. Cursive, right? And I just I know that scientists have said that when you're nervous or. Uh, or kids need to learn how to ride a bike, make them make, uh, or to learn to read, uh, have them make ovals, lots of ovals, or ovals in the air. It actually helps the brain. Really? Yes, it's, yes, it's very important. So if we lose that, I just think it would be such a, it would be awful. I agree. I agree. Um, I know. We're all moving toward texting and typing yes, and all yeah. of this, and away from that. Because the writing is self-expression, isn't it? Well, and a lot of times to be able to uh, manifest a little bit better things of your dreams, mm-hmm. there's such magic in the letter. And it's such magic right. of writing it down. Or before bed, I've had clients, that, for instance, their headline, if it's cut or if it's just very damaged, they have oh. trouble sleeping. Oh. And so I will say you need to get a pen and a paper and write, 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 all your thoughts, write, 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 because you, what you're doing is you're releasing energy, and then they're able to sleep a better. I don't doubt. Right. Better. Better. Right. And so. I, I don't doubt that at all. I think the lines, the, I, I just was told that in a dream years ago. It says, pay attention to the lines. Tell, teach people about the right. lines. So I thought, what does that mean? But right. palmistry and, and handwriting, maybe. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Well, when I taught college, I would teach people, it's like make notes, even copy things from your book, make notes while you're reading because it goes from your brain to your hand and from your hand back to your brain. It just increases that pathway. And I think there is something to that. I think so too. And you know what I found out that for one thing, you know, I look at both of their hands Mm -hmm. and if one is completely different than the other, Oftentimes, anyway, I can see that they went through a lot of trauma. Sure. And so they tend to have one uh, hemisphere Hemisphere of the brain is more active. And mm. so these neuroscientists have said, if you brush your teeth with your non-dominant hand, it can help balance both sides. And I found that to be, like, unbelievable. Or uh, getting dressed, if you put only your left leg in all the time, pay attention to what pant leg right. you put on and then change it up. Right. Kind of change it, you know, for mm-hmm. a week start. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Or even like the way you, you know, uh, right. let me see. <laughs> well, Different, of course. See? She has, you have that straightness to your uh, emotions and right. to your mind. So if I'm assuming you're right-handed. Yes. Okay. 
I am right-handed, but my right thumb goes over the left thumb. See, that feels weird. I know. Yours <clears throat> feels weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> so that tells me that I have probably just one head talking to me. Christy has maybe two brains in. Oh, my do God. This. No, do this. I mean, yeah. I, mine is loud enough, but yours is really loud. Oh, my goodness. Um, I need to tell it to shut up sometimes. Yes. And I've seen that. <laughs> oh, my God. I've seen this with so funny. So many people that I personally know as good friends and mates and, and kids. Right. Um, it's just you will notice the ones that you're more compatible with, you do your thumb the same way. Isn't that interesting? And it's really fun, but hmm. you're giving me all kinds of great ideas. Oh, that's interesting. Well, you know but, Donna Eden, the yes, Donna Eden yeah. Energy Medicine, mm-hmm. and there's the Wayne Cook posture. I don't know. I know Donna Eden, but I don't know that. So the Wayne Cook posture is just one of the many techniques of Donna Eden energy medicine to get the right hemisphere and the left hemisphere of the brain talking to each other. And you start that off with saying, okay, well, now which thumb is over? That's the side you do. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's it's interesting. See, it's all overlapping. It's all relating. Isn't that fascinating? I think it's so neat. I would love for this to be taught in schools a little bit better. Yes. And there's there's a technique. I don't know who taught me. I don't remember, but um, you can do this. What does that do? It just for for me. Well, I think it's qigong. I'm not sure. Oh, that. But it it helps you to like. If you're overthinking, you're overthinking, and you're worried a lot, this really helps balance. Okay. Now, when we're talking about do this, what we're talking about is you take the the open hand, and with the opposite hand, you um, make a fist and thump it. You just hit, yes. And what what that is going to do, that actually builds internal chi. And so you have this energy. Like, for instance, I'll put it as an example. When I was driving pretty long distance in the mm-hmm. dark to go to a party to read for these people. I didn't know exactly where I was going. I didn't have GPS and yeah. I remembered that. So I started hitting the what's the steering wheel. Right. And it brings energy. Somehow it is supposed to work with your internal chi. Sure. And yeah. it calms the nervous system. And because all of your organs are in the palm of the hand. True. And Just like on the feet. Exactly. Right, it's reflexology. Yeah. So just Maybe. tapping one hand with the opposite fist. Yeah. Just in fact, I had seen um, a little tiny guy, and you know he was probably in his eighties, but he was really frail. And Aww. he his he was a qigong master, and he would hit. They hit hard objects really hard, so that they would build their internal chi. Oh, that's so interesting. And I thought, hmm. I mean, there are extremes, but right. Right. You don't yeah. want to break your hand or anything like that. No, and but. I don't know if they do, but, I mean, they just they build it up to the point where they can hit. Well, you've seen them karate chop, and then they go. Sure. it goes through, but you're building that internal chi. Right. That life force energy that's all healing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty. See, this is really fun yeah. stuff. This is why I wanted I to talk to it. you, Sandy. This is why <laughs> I wanted to bring you in and talk to you, because I think this is so fascinating. You know, and when we think about our hands and we look at our hands and we're like, okay, everybody's got lines. Everybody has fingers. Most people, I guess there are a few exceptions, but uh, well, you know what? That reminds me of a question. Okay. What if somebody is missing a hand, missing a finger? 
Well, you um, maybe they were born without it. There is a man, and I can't, I don't know his name. He's a wonderful palmist, but he talks about that. It doesn't mean if it's cut, it doesn't mean that they can't develop, but it just means that you are not able to read the energy of how they're going to be in the world. And that helped me a lot, but you have a really good question because I know of a man that uh, mm-hmm. he cut his ring finger, and that has to do with uh, your friends, your family, um, your being able to process the things of your heart and share them with the world. Oh, wow. And it was an accident, but ever, ever since he cut it really hard, he kind of went more within. Interesting. And almost like closed himself off and... Uh, but I just, you know, you observe these things on people or or the ouchies. You know, if somebody has... Uh, My daughter sliced uh, her finger open with a roller skating accident. On which one? The ring uh, finger, left hand okay. ring finger. She grabbed onto a, a chain link fence, roller skating, okay. and then fell and... Oh, gosh. I know. Oh, well, and a lot of times... An emotional pain is always, I think it is, it's always attached prior to when you get cut. Yeah. And uh, like the ring finger on, uh, have you, was she grounded recently? Did you? No. No, this was a a few years years ago ago. that she sliced it open. Because that's the finger of her artistic side, her need to like express what's going on. So maybe she was very vulnerable at that time. And she was, it was, I'm assuming if she's right-handed and it was her left Mm -hmm. hand. So she was processing things emotionally on the inside and she didn't really want to share. Mm -hmm. Well, she's a Scorpio. Oh, no wonder. Yeah. Kind of secretive. I'm Scorpio Libra. And, okay. But well, sometimes but we don't Scorpio, want to share. The Scorpio, they are diggers. We're diggers. And so mm. maybe she's like observing and then she's she'll, she's figuring it out. Maybe she had problems with her friends and she didn't want to talk to you about it. That's quite possible. Uh, it's so many scenarios. but Exactly. But it's, but it's, it's just, you just have to kind of just learn to just observe Right. Don't judge right away because I've done that my my beginning years. And it's not always exactly the way it is in the book. But it's, right. um, it's kind of like the form. But we are formless. I mean, we really are. We're, multi, we're just right. out there. But that will help. Like, I noticed that you have a ring on your, uh, the flip-off finger, like you the called it. The flip-off finger. Um, Yeah, I do. And a lot of self-made, independent, strong women will tend to wear a ring on that finger more so than the others. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know. I feel like as soon as I started buying and having rings for myself and wanting to wear them, you know, before ever being in serious relationships or anything, I always like to wear a ring on that finger. That's amazing. Well, and I've seen this not only in just single women, but I see Mm -hmm. this in married women. And if all of a sudden they'll start, you know, they haven't worn one there before and then they start to wear it, there is an energy behind it that they're afraid that their husband is either losing his job or he's not going to be able to support her or there's, there's something kind of different in the relationship. 
Right. And so oftentimes I have her, her or him do a vision board and create a different uh, plan. Love it. And, and I tried wearing one there. I couldn't do it. You said it felt weird. It felt so weird. I just, I couldn't <laughs> do it. Just right. Yeah. It's not and, for everybody. Yeah. And even the index finger is right. a fun read. Because when women wear, this is self-esteem finger. So what is, uh, it's called armoring up. That's what I named it. But uh, oftentimes they have that, a lot of, uh, you know, ego, very ego, or they need more ego. So that's why you see a lot of teenage girls wearing. uh, Yeah, index finger rings. Just trying to find their self-expression. Yes. Well, and if if you see one on an older woman, Oftentimes they're in their own business mm. and they are head, you know, they're top, mm-hmm. but, but they're still just as kind. They're not all ego, but right. they, they have to be strong to, to be the boss. Right. You got to be the boss applesauce. Yeah. And what about thumb rings? I see people with that well, sometimes. Yeah, thumb rings, because you're armoring up on the logic. It's, it's so fascinating about that. Interesting. They don't like... They tend to not to like the rules. Mm. They're a lot of times they're sounds so stereotypical, but I'm trying not to just say it. But they're, they're tough. They have more tattoos. Uh, they sure. they just they have their own rules. Right. Their own rules. They're very creative people. Right. A lot of times they're into marketing. They're into fashion. So they wear like their leather would have like real cool studs or. Something, you know, they're different. They're their own drum, their own drummer. They beat at their own drum. Um, Right. You can, I mean, you can tell when you see somebody who's got, you know, thumb rings and just rings on different fingers. They just, there's kind of a certain mystique about many of them. Yeah. What I found though, and not all of the women, but a lot of people who wear a thumb ring. Yeah. Oftentimes it's, they're armoring up their logic so they feel this sense of disempowerment oh, where they wow. can't make a decision or not always, but sometimes it's a, for me, it's a wake up call to possible domestic abuse. Oh my. Yeah. Or that they just need a way out and they don't know if they would have enough money or where they would go or. Right. And that makes a lot of sense seeing the, the people I've seen who wear yeah. thumb rings. That makes a lot of sense. And not all of them are like right. that. And that's why you have to look at the headline. The, the even the, We didn't talk about the lifeline even. Exactly. <clears throat> that's what we tend to think of with palmistry. Well, and that's what so many people... In fact, this is one of the reasons I got into palmistry more is because people will say, how long do I have to live? Oh, and my mother used to tell me all the time, I don't think I'm going to live old because I have a short uh, lifeline. She's 80, we'll be 84, I think, I can't remember, 83, 84. But a shorter lifeline just means that, uh, it. well, the lifeline is related to the, the physical body. Okay. So she tends, she doesn't drive anymore. She would get more nervous. Plus, she's also from another country. She right. was. She's from Mexico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she was, she met my dad when she was 17 and she lost, she, well, she left her country, learned a different language. And I see that the short, the really short lifelines come with people who are adopted. 
Not, not all adoptees will have that, but they have this longing for another country. Oh, wow. And like my lifeline. Um, and which lifeline? Which line is the lifeline? The lifeline is the one that, gosh, it starts under the index finger and then it curves around in a circle around the thumb. Like oh, right okay, here. sure. Right. So and, it goes from the okay. L of your thumb. Right. Right, middle of the L of your thumb, and it goes around All down the to way. the wrist. Yes. Right. Okay. And I see if, well, because it's the physical body, if mm-hmm. it's clean and clear and, and often deep, mm-hmm. uh, they like to feel their body. They like to have fun. They like to go on cruises. They like to swim. They, they're real cautious with their family, their, their unit. But my lifeline right. is real delicate. You can hardly see it. Right, see. exactly. And so I'm able to go out of body, it's, you know, <laughs> and to almost channel. But my lifeline extends way out towards the area of the imagination, and that's probably because my first four years of life, I lived in Mexico, and I miss. I have the, the heart of a Hispanic woman, mm-hmm. but I'm in Kansas and I don't. <laughs> I'm on the cusp of everything. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, the outside and, of everything. Yeah. And so interesting. And yours is somewhat light too. And so mm-hmm. it's, you're able to do hypnosis. Yeah. Hypnosis. And I want to say about Christy is that she has a really strong vertical line that goes. From it touches her lifeline, it goes straight to the pinky, which means she's very good at communicating. Hmm. So she's cool as a cucumber with video. <laughs> <laughs> it's smoke and mirrors, and, darling. And, <laughs> but straight, straighter the better. Straight. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want. Oftentimes, it used to be called the hype that they were a hypochondriac. Is that the right word? Uh, but it means health. They're very health conscious, and so what the work that you do, you like to help. Well, what it what is your wellness? I mean, it's, it's all ra- radiant wellness. Yes, there you go. You know, we want and, radiant wellness. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But you're right. able to like say clear, clearly speak, so that people can hear you when it's straight. The straighter, the better. Interesting. Very and interesting. So I see that as a very positive, and I like well. Your lifeline, if the lifeline extends outward, like mine and Christie's, they're mm-hmm. gonna it's gonna be harder for you and I to uh, go home. We're still thinking about how could we improve. Yes. It's kind of like the perfectionist. Yes. And the person that's always wanting to serve. Because remember that's right. related to the physical body. And so if it's mm-hmm. weak, you're using your mind, you're thinking right. more, you're writing. Uh, not that the people that have a dark one don't think, right? But they're able to kind of turn it off. Maybe uh, go in the yard with the neighbors, have a beer, watch TV. Where I would tend to like, you know, maybe get a new book or or learn about it, or absolutely read uh, an article, pick up a magazine, yeah. pick yes. Yeah. And the lighter it is, or if it's especially anybody who's listening, if it's broken, mm-hmm. it has to do with the lungs. And the pulmonary, the digestion. Oh, okay. And so that's probably why, yes, it could be death sometimes. Mm. Uh, so because we have to be aware of our physical body. We do. That's and what carries our consciousness around. Yes. I mean, we are mind, body, spirit. Yes. And that's... Absolutely. And so I always recommend 
all my clients know this, if there's a weak lifeline, they say you have to have sweet potatoes or because uh, it helps with the lungs or limes. Limes or, or stewed pears help the Ooh, digestion, yum. but make sure the digestion is good. Oh, good. yeah, that is key to life, isn't yes. it? Yes, yeah. Right, right. Now, not to switch gears too drastically, but um, you've told me before, and before we started recording, we talked about how our lines can change over time. Yes, yes. So just because we've got these wonderful lines in our hands it's not locked in not it? at all in fact the lines well they'll change on the per, on the dominant hand that's the personality okay but right. i see i've seen with young young people mm-hmm. um there well for one thing you know i'll have to say i will go to parties and yes i'm like oh the palm reader is here and right. I'm here for the 16-year-olds, and they yeah, love it, the and I love it. It's, but I look at the hand, and I there's nothing to read because they don't really have life experience yet. Right. They haven't lived yet. And a lot of times on the non-dominant hand, a mother can look at her child, and that is, um, that's what we're picking up from our parents. Oh, but okay. when clients come to me throughout the years, and they if they keep their handprint... I, you can see changes, and you can see, like, lines forming. You want to see vertical. Okay, so A you want vertical. to see vertical. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because it's like it's from the heart, the energy of the heart, and it goes out and then through the fingers, like, gift to God. Like, how can I serve? That's how I see it. That's and then beautiful. A block would be mm-hmm. a horizontal cut mm-hmm. or an island somewhere, and that would just show me that those are periods in their life when they're under crisis. Oh, my goodness. And I have one example of a really nice, beautiful woman that I know that she is, she's a force. I don't know why. I always tease her. Why do you come to me? I should be taking classes from you. And <laughs> she's so forceful. But one year she had, um, how was it? She was beginning to get a really strong destiny line. So it was time for her to plant her roots, get a house. And then um. the next year that uh, line broke. She ended up giving her house, selling her house, and going back to an apartment. So Interesting. It doesn't, it's not always set in stone. Right. Uh, right. I mean, we change our moods. We change all the time. We and, do, don't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, our hand can morph along with that then. It's wonderful. It's, that is interesting. I do. I have a story, and I can't remember all the details, but there was, it was a country, and I think that they they were somewhere in Uganda, I think. I'm not oh. sure. But there was a woman that was having an affair with the man, and then anyway, she gets pregnant. And so they wanted to know who was the father. I have this on my Mystic Afternoon site. I'll have to share it with you. Nice. Okay. And he would not take the test. And so the palmist, the elders came, and they looked at the hand of the baby, and they looked at the hand of the father, in question and the lines were identical because your his brain his thoughts were so connected to dad so these elder elders the women said this is the legal father and then they made him the it was a fascinating story that's so interesting they made him take um 
you know, a DNA test, right. whatever. And, Eternity test. And he was proven to be the dad. That is, and I thought, wow. And right. I often wonder, see, if you go to India, you're not allowed to read the, the hand of a child until they're uh, 13 or over. Interesting. But I, because there's so much of the parents that are still in that child's hand, the mm-hmm. upbringing. But a lot of times I can tell their inclination and I'll say, do you want them to be like this? Because the parents can guide them like a tree. Right. Absolutely. And that's what I mean. Right. Well, you know, and, my daughter is adopted. And yes, so yeah. I always wonder how that would play out in a child who is adopted. You know, yeah, right. So I don't even know how to answer that because you're her, that you are her caretaker. Yes, and have and, been since she was born. And so it's yes. So it she would be attached to your brain. What is it? The wirings, poor thing. They those that fire together wire, wire together. together. Right. And that's why you have to be careful with who you hang around with because eventually you all wire. We wire together. So right. She's probably wired to you, Christy. I see so much of me in her. Of course. Right? So it's just that type of thing fascinates me. With astrology, with palmistry, it's just interesting. What is in our destiny and what do we change in that? You know, it's fascinating. What you do is so fun. Thank you. It is fun. And this is what I like about it. What I do is teachable. It, right. It is teachable. It does take work, and you have to really study. Right. But what I recommend to people is study a little bit, like I did, mm-hmm. and just start reading hands and, and read your friends and just, just like, look at the differences in the lines, like how you and I did. Right. Exactly. Uh, it's like, oh, your line is like this. My line is like that. It's, it's fascinating. And there are no mistakes. No mistakes. Right. It's just we are here to play, and we're here to imagine, and we're here just to have fun. Last rules. <laughs> exactly. Okay. We're starting to kind of not run out of time because there's no time in a podcast, but, you know, we're starting to get kind of lengthy here. But I do want to talk about something fun. I know you and your daughter, Hannah, had seen a, a leprechaun. Two of them. Two of the Shawnee <laughs> Mission Park. You, I tell you, you're a magical person, Sandy. You had some magical experiences. It was beautiful. Can, yes. you, can you, like, maybe tell us about that? That, that was so cool. That, that is always going. That is always going to be my biggest memory of you. Exactly. <laughs> you, and, you and Hannah saw a leprechaun. Saw leprechaun. Well, it. it was so. It's deep. It's it goes beyond uh, what you can imagine. I am writing a book about it. <gasps> you are. Uh, it's just going to be a very little our mystical journey. We went on a mystical journey. It was all over the news. We we got we were the ones that were lost at Shawnee Mission Park. Oh my goodness! But what really happened was that um, I had gotten what that massage. It was a massage that it breaks down the deep. Deep tissue massage. Oh, right. I can't think of the name of it, but it's it's yeah. painful and it's tough. Yeah. And so, and you're not supposed to walk for three days. You're not supposed to do well. You can walk, but not physical activity. Really? Wow. And I had been upset because I didn't get to go on a mystical journey that we were supposed to go on. And I said, you know, I don't need to pay two thousand dollars to go on a mystical journey when I can go on my own. 
Right. And so we went on a walk, not ever realizing that we were going to spend the night having a mystical <laughs> journey. <laughs> Being All lost right. in the park. And what happened was everyone said we were lost. Wow. But after I had that muscle uh, massage, and it was deep, I had a bruise on my back this big. Oh, my God! I couldn't. I started to freeze up, and I couldn't walk. And it started to get dark. And uh, there was a house on the hill. And Hannah says, let's go over there and ask if we can use the phone. And I says, oh, no, I got this. We, we, know, we know the way out. But the odd thing was we were told uh, I had my hand on the phone. Mm-hmm. And this is going to sound weird to other people, but it's not weird in my world. I heard a woman's voice said, leave it. So we left the phone in the car. It was a mystical journey. Right. And we were walking, and we got further and further into Shining Mission Park. And I got the further into the park, the darker it became. And anyway, long story short, we spent the night out there all night. And we started uh, just embracing it as the beauty that it was right it's a beautiful part it was so well in the mystical part because it was a mystical journey that we created and started and so we were meditating on a rock and we were just actually we were huddling she was cold and I said let's just love the land because they had killed all those deer. I don't know if you know about that. Oh, I remember they something. Had, they had to, uh, well, well, I don't know the details, but there were so many deer in the woods. And so oh. they went ahead and had them all shot, a lot of them shot. And people were coming to get the meat. But I had also heard that there were buckets of blood everywhere. So I said, you know, we're going, it's obvious we're going to spend the night. Let's just pray for the land, pray for the animals. Mm-hmm. And then we started seeing things, and that's when it wasn't. The leprechaun was another story. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we did see these. I saw this small white creature, and it looked like a child. And I, I didn't say anything. And then my daughter says, do you see that? And I said, describe it. And I'll just, <laughs> we saw the same thing. Oh my I, I had seen, you know, there's a, a saying the Native Americans say, and I'm part Cherokee. Uh, when we're in trouble, all of our ancestors come to help, Mm -hmm. living, deceased, and future that aren't born. My daughter was walking in front of me, and I don't know, she was the leader, and I was just following. And she turned to look at me, and her face morphed, and she became my mother. (gasps) My mother's alive. Right. And so it was beautiful. It was such a... We saw so many spirits... Right. And we saw, we actually did see a little tiny, uh, look like a little tiny miniature pony. Mm-hmm. Uh, that if they were all white. Oh uh, my goodness! And you know, a lot of my friends know I don't drink. This is why <laughs> I don't drink. Nothing. I can't. No, I right. But it was beautiful. But the beauty of that whole thing is, I said I I was meditating. And we had no moon. And you could see all the fireflies. There were thousands. That's beautiful. But if you looked at them, you couldn't see the path because you were blind. And so we had to, like, collect our eyesight and just go. The best way through darkness is in darkness is what I've learned. And to just go through the darkness so you could see clearer 
you know, don't try to escape it. I hope that makes right. sense. Don't try to fight it. Yeah, just let it be because we couldn't, I could not see with the fireflies. It was, the light was so bright. But I felt my husband, I said, oh my gosh, we couldn't see the moon, remember? We were stopped for a pause. I says, your dad just woke up to pee. <laughs> and I said, mentally tell, scream at him that we're okay, we're okay. And he's very intuitive also. And he says he saw that the car was gone and we were gone and he panicked. It was 2.30 in the morning and he didn't know what to think. And so he, we trained our kids, don't ever go into panic mode, go into God's mode first, Love the it. imagination. So he sat on the couch and he meditated and he, he connected with us and he heard us say, we're good, I'm safe. And he went back to bed, and then he his rational mind took over, and he could hear me saying, I, we were in the lake, and we were drowning, and you didn't even come looking for us, and blah, blah, blah. Oh, so he God. gets up, and he, anyway, he goes to search for us, and he's real scared of, he saw a buck. He's very scared of big animals. <laughs> oh, sure. So he ends up calling the police, and the police um, kept him as a suspect, thinking that maybe he killed us. I mean, it's a long, there were so, so many scenarios, and, but finally we got out because I, I says, I, see, this is why you connect to God's source universe. Mm -hmm. I says, I cannot stand up, and I, I kept picking up little sticks, and they were break, nothing. Well, when I got angry, I says, I need a stick now, and I picked it up, and it was solid, and I went, oh, then, but we, I, we were led out of the, to out our place where we were parked. I knew exactly. We went right to Perfect. the park. I just had to like limp to the car. And, and the stick was for walking. It was and supporting. Yeah. But the most beautiful thing of the whole story, <clears throat> because we had prayed for the deer, the healing of the, yes. the woods. One deer came out to us and looked. And another deer came out. There were three all together, and they walked us to the out the path, and they did like leapfrog, like single file, yes. like they were taking turns being the leader. Oh my! And we just stood there looking at each other, and Hannah and I did we did namaste to the deer, and they just looked at us as if you've ever seen the movie Avatar. Oh yes, it was a total Avatar moment. You know, I love just it. Just like, and they just it was almost like. Yeah, this knowing that we've got oh, it was just it was beautiful. And you're writing a book about this. Yes, this is wonderful. This is wonderful. I've told now that I've told you the book, <laughs> right? Okay, all we have to do is read it now. So, uh, so um, you do. You've got a blog. You've got a website. Yes and no. I yes have a Facebook no. page called Mystic Afternoons. Okay, so you're on Facebook and, as Mystic Afternoons. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. And I believe Hannah has a website, but since the baby, and the website is happens. a little, it's, it's, you're better off on Mystic Afternoons for me. Sure. Yeah. So if anybody wants to connect with you, um, maybe schedule an appointment. You do see people individually? Yes, I do. Oh, yes. So if some, anybody would like to schedule an appointment. And a question I did have is, and that I think you answered, if you can do this online. If you can do this. I, I see you've got these printouts of yes. hands. I have, I have done it online. Mm -hmm. If 
if they would ink their own hand, okay, it, it really brings out the lines. And so like to press your hand onto an ink pad? Well, yes. Or what I do is I, I have printer's ink, you oh, know, sure. like art ink right. from Michael's or uh, Hobby Lobby, mm -hmm. and just have them ink uh, sure. over their hand with the brayer or yeah. however they can feel like, just enough where the hand gets, the palm gets enough ink. Mm -hmm. And then... Some people will like to put the hand down on the paper, but I I prefer the hand is up and then the paper is on top of it, and then I push in. Oh, I see. And so that you can really get that print. Yeah, yeah. And so if they want so, to do that and connect with you, they can connect with you on Facebook, Mystic Afternoons. Yes. And even hire you for parties and events. Yes. That would be fun. Fun. It is fun. It's fun to get to know your friends that way. I'll bet. Mm, maybe some things that you didn't <laughs> bank on knowing. So, Sandy, thank you so much for joining You're me today. You're welcome. This was thank so much you. fun and so interesting. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank Love you. you. Love you, honey. Radiate Wellness is a community of holistic and alternative healers and consultants based in the Kansas City area dedicated to helping you create spiritual, energetic, and physical well-being. To learn more about our practitioners, services, classes, and events, or to schedule an appointment, visit us at radiatewellnesscommunity.com. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.